0: G'day, Mickey O from the Swans. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Go, boys. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. Yeah, it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Right. Let's actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket <laughs> in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, Devil. What is going on? Damaging to Damaging disposal. He's been... Very, very average. Our best
1: is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast back in the Image Online studios in Abbotsford. Again, they're on board in season 2024. Mads, how good is that?
0: We love Image Online. And and look, fundamentally, Dable, if you want to follow in our footsteps and you want to come in here and record your own podcast... Image Online are going to give you 20% off. And that's a pretty good deal there.
1: Absolutely. And they do some amazing things with uh, business recorded messages, all that stuff. Um, Hit up Dale and the team, 20% off, mention True Bloods, and they'll get around you. But Mads, how good is it to be back? This year I'm just bloody jacked and especially after the events that we've been to this week it's uh I can't wait under 2 weeks to go now. Well look,
0: it's probably the most excited I've been for the start of the season and a lot of that can be attributed to uh what we got to experience on Wednesday night Dable. We we were kindly offered an invitation from the Swanies to get up there now, Dable, The funniest part about it was we walked into the line, we got there, <laughs> yes. we had a beer, we had a beer in that sort of uh, precinct area at Moore Park. We walked up and we, we got in the line, and they said, uh, Names? I'm Madison Clark, I'm Dave Baxter. Oh, hold on, you're the True Bloods boys. You're actually in the influencer line. <laughs> And uh, Matt and I just sort of looked at each other because that's the last thing
1: we consider ourselves. You, you, know, it's the big four banker and the the locksmith from Oakley. So it was the last thing we we're looking for. There, you know, they're going through our names and all. I was like, oh, maybe under True Bloods and they're like, yep, you're over there. So how good was mate, it, mate? It was.
0: It was. That was so funny. Met Milsey and Errol. Pretty. Uh, pretty much straight up. Um, and the coolest thing was Mickey O'Banning over to us yep. and knew exactly who we were. What a ripping fella! Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We've spoken to him and met him before, but uh, that's probably the first time in person. What an absolute gem of a bloke!
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He's just got bloods. Uh Culture dripping through his veins. He bleeds red and white. That <laughs> That's man. right. Cool. He bleeds red and white. But that, yeah, the whole event was fantastic. It's great to see what the clubs doing, um, how they're honouring uh, the the 150 years of history that our fantastic uh, footy club has mate. And yeah, that you know the special tribute, Guernsey, although you know quite subtle in how they are portraying um, the 150th year in the Victorian South Melbourne culture. Um, on that jumper, but
0: it's there nonetheless and it, it looks great. And look, we spoke to Tom Harley for a pretty significant amount of time, right? And he took us through that around sort of, uh, I guess, the striking a balance between the future and the past and the present. I think that's what the whole event encompassed in, in a lot of ways that. You know, they they want to touch on on everything, and and you've got to do that. You can't go too hard either way, right? You got to be subtle about it. And I think they, I think they've gone the perfect amount on um, on celebrating the past and being super excited about the future.
1: Yeah, it was even uh, great speaking to Tom about even the jumper we wear down in in Melbourne with the, you know, the red V on the white. And we spoke to, sort of mentioned to Tom that how much we love seeing that and how pumped that gets, especially the True Bloods faithful, they really get around that white jumper. Yeah, for sure. With with the red V and, you know, we we love seeing it. And yeah, it's just great to talk to and network at these Swans events because we're we're all there because we love the club and it's great to sort of get a bit of a you know an insight into what's going on and talk to you know the people at the top the players and and supporters as well mate it was a it was a great diverse dynamic there
0: and let me be clear to to give you to lift the lift the lid a little bit on how it was and what it's sort of like i mean you're dealing with the ceo you're dealing with players. You're dealing with board members that are all there. And, and I want to be really clear about this, Faithful. We support a phenomenal football club that is very professional, very astute, very giving of their time, and a club that cares about their supporters and members. Uh, and that was something that I came out of it going, it's really good. Like, you, you know that's the case, but it's good to get that validation um, in a, in a sort of real-life experience, right?
1: Yeah, it's sen- sensational, and I echo those sentiments as well. And, but the, the biggest thing I took away from talking to multiple people there, whether it was ex-players, current players, or board members, or people in the business side of, of the business, is how confident they are in, Dude. in, in our ability to perform this year. Dude. That's what I took out oh, of it. Oh,
0: man. And, and likewise, as far as anyone in that building was concerned, we could have won it last year, no problem, if not for injuries and, and things like that happening. There is a complete and utter belief from board level down to the boot that that we can absolutely, in every way, shape, and form, win a flag this year.
1: Yeah, definitely. And... Put it this way: On my chats with Tom Harley last year, everything he told me in that conversation came to fruition. Yeah, and that's massive. And with, with, with confidence from Tom, confidence from you know Millsy, Errol, um, and, and anyone you sort of speak to who's in at the club in an official capacity, if we're if we're confident that it can happen, it's it's all about you know keeping a healthy list, and a, you need some luck to, you know, string together the wins that we need to, you know, make finals and then potentially, you know, go deep into the final yeah, series. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, I was just in filled with confidence.
0: Yeah, and that's, what you, that's the perfect thing to take from it, right? Yeah. You don't want to go to that one oh no, of those things and be like, geez. You know, you don't want to get the general sort of media straight bat responses. There is genuine excitement around our footy club. And you know, you won't you won't see that on the uh on the interviews and the presses that they do. But it's there. Yeah. Um it's important that we all and, and look, I feel that level of excitement from everyone I speak to who's a Sydney supporter. I think this is the first time that we've been in a situation where we've sort of pinpointed uh, parts of our game that we're lacking and resolved it in such a quick fashion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's funny I was listening to a podcast during the week and it was a Saint Kilda preview. Yeah, right. Just for something to listen to. Sure. Just was, just
0: content.
1: I was it. lacking lacking podcast to listen to, so I thought I'd chuck it on. And so th- this particular guy said he can see Sydney dropping out of the eight. Yeah. Right? And very little does he know that we were – the Swannies were one of the best-performing teams in that last half of the year. And, and we were sitting two and six after round eight, right? We, we were a top-four side for the back end of – 2023. See, Debs, they don't know. Uh, they don't know. They just don't know. It's like you look at what's actually in front of you, and the reason why we weren't performing at the start of the year is we simply didn't have the cattle out on the out on the field. <clears throat> and when they came back, everything started to click, and we went on an absolute tear. Here's the thing.
0: I much in the same way you heard that on the podcast, mm. right? There's always so much conjecture. It's just started building this time at work and amongst my mates and things like that. There's so many people that have been like, yeah, Sydney will drop out. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what can you sort of ex- – ex- unpack that for me. Explain how we can be worse than we were last year. The way you have to look at it, table is if every one of our players – Plays to the back of their footy card Not not doing anything more Just if they play at the level That we know they're at yeah. And you have minimal injuries We are top four Yeah Deable We're a top four side The issues that we had last year Where if we didn't halve or win clearances And we didn't win contested footy Or halve contested footy We'd lose the game Yeah in my mind and granted proofs in the proof of in the pudding is in the eating right yeah. we'll we'll see that during the season but in my mind we've resolved predominantly both of those issues yeah. and we've freed up guys like luke parker to sort of change the way he plays a little bit because taylor adams and james jordan who who's Got big raps internally. Big raps. Big raps internally. You know, these are things that we've resolved. So, it's like, well, have you gotten better? Well, yeah, we have. We have gotten better immediately. Yeah. And and that's the thing that most people, if you don't support the club, you don't obviously look as deep into it. So, again, I love that people sleep on us.
1: Yeah. And it, it... Stemming from your reference with the with the footy card, it's it's the mainstream media shit that people listen to, yep. right? It's, it's the Adelaide thing over in Adelaide, hitting the post, shouldn't have made it, shouldn't have made the finals. You know, we go on to make the finals with a week to go and that's what people remember. They're like, oh, Swan shouldn't have been there in the first place, right? And that's where it all stems from, I think. But look, at the end, it does not actually matter, but we we have just, as you said, we have fixed those deficiencies, or we we've done all that we can That's to right. fix those deficiencies. Yeah, the, the players have to go out and, and do their and job. Perform, yes, yeah, right.
0: But, but I mean, what more can you do? Yeah,
1: and then, look, it's going to make such a big difference having Brody Grundy in there. That's um, Brody's first AFL hit out for a, a little while, and although it's in in a practice match, um, well, Deeb, you know, let me set up.
0: Let me take you through it. Yep, in his first half. Eight disposals, eight tackles, one mark, five free freeze for, two freeze against. That is. An interesting stat when it comes to our Ruckman because our Ruckman give away a lot of free kicks yep. and 13 head outs. So That's just in the first half. And he went at 62.5%.
1: Yeah, he just gets around the ground so well. Uh, he's like a second midfielder, or, you know, a third or fourth midfielder as such. When he's getting around the ground, he he's mobile and he can take a contested to grab too. It's, uh, Did it's, you see on Flanners' yes. story? Jeez. Flanners getting the content out there, always good to see. But he's... uh he's going to make such a difference to our midfield mix-up, and you know the more those guys play, and this is what I would sort of say to the faithful: don't expect to be absolutely pumping sides earlier early in the year. There's going to be there's a lot of players that are going to be in this mix that are yet to play a lot of footy together, and it can take some time to gel. So it's be patient, but hopefully we saw see that nucleus to everything that we want to do. And I think we did see a fair bit of that against GWS, um, who made a prelim last year. That's what you need to remember. And about the only bloke they were missing was Toby Green. Yeah. Right? They had a pretty strong, strong list. And then you see how the, the VFL absolutely smack their VFL side, win by 100 plus points. I think that just speaks to our depth it, this year. It does.
0: and And this is the thing when you recruit, like we've, gone over it ad nauseum uh, our lack of recruiting the year prior this is what getting you know a couple of these players does even just you know the two three that we've we've picked up you know even four with with Hamling as well yeah it it creates that depth yeah and it it was so clear from that absolute pasting that we gave GWS yeah. that, that we actually have a really, not only do we have depth, but we have a, a pretty talented sort of farm system, to put it in a baseball analogy. And, and that's going to be critical as well. Because you are going to have injuries, right? You're going to have injuries. Yeah. And to have guys waiting in the wings is critical. And, and that's how you win flags.
1: You know who I'm looking forward to seeing, Matt?
0: Who's that table?
1: Taylor Adams, mate. Oh yeah. I there's some of the vision that you've seen on the socials by the, the Swanies media team, the, the little video grabs, he, he, he looks quick, strong and powerful. Think Petrarca, think Chad Warner. Like that that's the sort of vibe I'm getting from what Taylor Adams is putting out on the field.
0: Do you know what I'm looking at? What are you looking at? I'm looking at his eyes, Debo. Yeah. The want. He's got a chip on his shoulder. There. Wants a flag. Yeah, it's a good chip to have, isn't it? It's it's massive. Yeah. It's like, it's a completely different story if he sort of plays and wins a grand final. You know, there's always the potential for the hunger to be lost. Yeah. The, the, him and Grundy look really, really hungry. It's those intangibles, people. Yeah, well, when you get guys to... Guys that want to prove themselves. Yeah, when you
1: get to that, you know, 30-year-old mark, you know, you're in the back half of your career and you, you've got to make all the years count. And I Brody think
0: Grundy that, was a backup Ruckman last year.
1: Yeah. It's quite surprising that he's pl- actually played 17 games last year, Mads.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, this speaks to the fact that they really should have used him better and really shouldn't have sat him on the pine in that final because... That's probably the difference. But that, you know, part and parcel, that's that's why we've got him. Uh, I think he's going to be phenomenal. Just looking at the way he's gone about getting, you know, building those connections to the club, uh, being so vocal on social media about, you know, him and the boys, what they're doing, the vibe looks phenomenal. It, It all, every, every sign that i look for is positive yeah there isn't there hasn't been something that i've gone oh fuck, i don't like the look of that Mm. you know everything i look and let's let's extrapolate this table okay let's look at just the club as a whole i think the social media has been phenomenal i think it's given us a really really strong insight an insight that we probably haven't seen as clearly in previous years, it's it's not just sort of tick and flick; it's really in depth.
1: Yeah, if you haven't seen it, uh, faithful, we'll jump onto their YouTube, and there's some really good sort of fifteen fi- minutes, fifteen yeah. minutes of what's going on. They got like you know the the Coffs Harbour training, the inside inside the sessions, strength training, all that type of stuff. It, it's been it's a really good, good shit, insight, man. Yeah. And
0: and these are all the things that if they, I, I just look at it all in in totality. I just feel like things are in the right place and moving in the right direction, you know? And I think Grundy's been a big part of that. And and that was a big... It was a question I asked a lot of people and everybody's such a big rap for Brody Grundy. Yeah. Um, And I think he's going to be really good. He's just another leader, you know? Buddy's not there anymore, right? And Buddy was a phenomenal leader from all reports. Yeah. But Grundy seems to have taken that mantle and ran with it.
1: Yeah, and I think what will be great with Taylor Adams, I think we'll get that on-field leadership that I think we lacked at times last year. It was actually interesting. Did you see the post-match or post-practice match interview that Chad did? Chad did, yeah. That, you know, they spoke about, you know, the run-ons that teams got last year and the ability to shut um, teams down and take control. There was still a, a little bit of that in that practice game last year. They kicked sort of last... Yesterday, I should say. <laughs> it's been a long year. week. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. Long week. Um, but, yeah, in that interview, he said they were really trying to um, stop those run-ons that teams get. And it, it's a, a real focal
0: point for and, the boys. And this is the point. Identifying these deficiencies and resolving them before it's too late. How many years have we been doing this pod, table where we've just been plugging holes? Yeah. Oh, I, we I don't feel we're at that point anymore. I think we have it figured out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's as complete a list as we've ever seen. Oh dude. In in our time. Totally. It's totally. A, it always used to even even with all due respect to the hick. Right? I love the oh, I hick. love the Hick. But y you can't put Hick in the grade A plus Ruckman, no. he was a serviceable B, B plus, right? But having that A plus ruckman to get around the ground like like Brody can and take contested grabs and, and the tap work to our midfield, where we have been lacking, as we said before, that contested ball, the clearance work.
0: We haven't had it since Mumford, mate. We have. We, we simply haven't had, haven't had, had
1: it had since it. Mumford. You and, know, and and with the the game. uh, like game style that we've seen that change probably five years ago to the the run, gun, go fast, right? Having the ability to do both now or the personnel to do both, it it just sets us up to go
0: so well, man. And this speaks to your point about stopping those – run-ons that teams get on us because you can play different styles of football because yep. you're able to possess the football. That was our big issue. We couldn't touch the football when they got a run on us. When you've got a quality ruckman like Brody Grundy, when you've got inside mids that can get first hands on the footy, that, that, that goes a long way to resolving it, Deeps.
1: Long, long way. Gee whiz, it's exciting, faithful. <laughs> Gee whiz. Now, you know where I see nearly – I don't want to say pressure. It's not the right pressure, but there's a big expectation and a lot of responsibility on big Tommy McCartan this year. Yeah. um... Like, if Tommy went down, he would be – and, yes, we've got players to come in and fill the void, but if Tommy went down, I'd be like, geez, touch wood, not happening. Tommy's playing 22 games this year. Has to. But – he he's showing the class of, you know, a Stephen Salvani. He's
0: that he's that A grade. <laughs> yeah, legit. he's that A grade. He's honestly he is an A grade, and defender. he's twenty three. Yeah, but he's got prime. that. He's got that. He's got that on his shoulders, and that is a lot of pressure, Deeps. Yeah. So yeah, that that he's our most important player without a doubt. Without without him, things can come undone pretty quickly.
1: Twenty four, Tommy is. One ninety-four centimeters, and simply has to play well this year. I, 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 pretty consistent last year, but got torn up just a little bit too much to my liking. But
0: that's where, and and I'll I'll make this point. I agree with you, right? Yeah. I think it's more important that he stays on the park. Because I think him being there is far better than him not being Yeah, there. and
1: that's probably a fair point. But what, did he miss seven, eight games yeah. with concussion?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, lo and behold, that's why we had to do what we did in the back half of the season. Yeah. Right? So, I have this this weird thing about Joel Hamling, right? Yeah. Debs, before we recruited him, if you had put a gun to my head and said, that's you fucking pick Joel Hamling out of this lineup you're putting a bullet in my head Debel because yeah. I didn't know who the guy was yeah. I don't care if you won a flag with Grey in that godforsaken year I don't know who he is he hasn't played AFL in 12 months he's been injury prone everybody's like he's a walk up starter and that's and that's great see this is the thing it's the unknown right but we've got we've got the depth now so I'm fascinated to see what our starting back six looks like. Because I'm a big Malican fan and I know we've got Tom McCartney there who's always gonna probably take the best defender, right? Ramps probably isn't taking the best defender. Right. We've seen people get a hold of Ramps more recently. His role's changed a little bit, right? I'm fascinated to see what Joel Hamling can bring. Because a lot of people are big raps for him. A lot of people are like, yep, he's gonna be, you know, our starting full back.
1: Yeah, look. Up until the sides were selected, you know, yesterday or the day before, I probably had him in my side. But it's quite clear that Malikan is ahead of Hamling because he played in the VFL. It's pre- It's pretty simple. But you know, you get you go out. The, the only reason I sort of thought that is, you know, you you're being recruited from WA on a on a two two year contract. Yeah. There. Are you moving all the way to play Resies? That's no, no sorta... you,
0: you, you're not. And so this is why I assume that he must be, they must see something in him yeah. that, that is a, but, a starting player, right? Yeah. But also this, this it brings it back to the fact that we've got such strong depth and we always talk about, you know, competition for spots is such a healthy uh, thing to have in your side. Because I'm big raps for Malikan. Malikan doesn't have to do much, Table. Yeah. Malikan just has to put his large frame in front of someone or <laughs> come in from behind and punch the football. Yeah, and
1: Malikan's more than capable, and he proved a lot to me last year. Bloody oath, he did. I, I was a, you know, Malikan. Um, You're a Malikant, were you? Yes, I was a Malikant, and he, he struggled at times. Even, mate, last year, this is pretty funny. Last year, when I was um, went up to the SCG and watching footy in the members stand with Jono that and a few of his mates in the SCG. SCG okay, members. I was going to say
0: the MCG members. You wouldn't be called dead there. No, no, all. no,
1: SCG members, uh, and a few of the VFL boys were there. And this was the game where Melican. Um, You know, he went all right on Charlie Kerr now. And even the VFL boys were sort of saying, why can't he even do this in the VFL? He's doing it at AFL level. So they were surprised with what Malikan did last year. But yeah, that that defense is so important. They did such a great job last year holding up as well as they did. We conceded bulk inside 50s due to that midfield deficiency bulk inside 50s. And if we can lower them um, this year and, you know, that back line doesn't have as much work to do, that's vital to success this year.
0: Because that – okay, say we don't get Grundy, say we don't get Adams, right? That is not a strategy that you can go with that our back line is just going to be able to absorb that sort of pressure again because it, it was unbelievable that we did it, but statistically, that's not the way to win football games. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Who
0: you? Who are you most looking forward to this year? Who am I most looking forward to? To be honest, I mean, you got your Errols, you got your Chads. I am looking forward to, and this is important, Debel. Listen closely, faithful. This is Logan McDonald's time. Oh, this is it, Logan. This is Logan's time. We all know the statistics about him and Buddy and him without Buddy. This is his time to grab the game of Australian rules football by the absolute short and curly stable. Because this is a man who's another year older. He doesn't miss. He's big. He's strong. He can lead. This is it. Yeah. This is Logan McDonald's year.
1: Like it, for yours, for mine, Deble. Yes, absolutely. I would
0: love to see fifty plus oh, from the big fella. Geez, wouldn't that get the faithful 50 excited? Plus, I want to see four, three, four, five, three. Yeah, you know, first couple of rounds That'd be good. That dude, our Ford line is elite. Yeah. Our forward line is so good, Dable. Even in that pracky, man, Logan McDonald on the lead. Yeah, On the lead,
1: man. Getting out in front of his player. Just clunking, kicking goals. When he gets his kicking shoes going, great kick. Love his kicking style.
0: Deceptively quick as well but yeah, on the lead.
1: It, the biggest thing I would say to the faithful is Logan McDonald is not a big clunking contested mark forward he's a power athlete out on the lead clunking grabs yeah
0: you're not just putting it on his head you're kicking exactly a bullet right. pass exactly to right. his chest now mads now, well who are you excited yeah for about? mine for yours Dable.
1: there's two i've got two in the gun who's who, that who i'm i really just want to perform this year the first one drafted the same year as Errol Goulden.
0: Oh, I know who you're talking about.
1: Touted that. as a potentially better player oh, than Errol Goulden. One of the Errol best left foots there is. is. One of the most berserk left foot that I've ever seen. It's the most powerful left leg I've seen since Dewey Maxfield back in the day. <laughs> it's Braden Campbell. Yeah, of course he uh, he's He's got it in him. We know how good oh, he can man. be. And if he can, sort of starts to get fed like Errol does – and he executes and builds that confidence with his teammates. Or oh, I think he can go berserk this year. Oh yeah,
0: totally, dude. Totally. He he's primed. There there were f- moments and and flashes. Any he, look, he did it consistently over games. I'm not saying it was they were like flash in the pan sort of performances. This is a guy who, who was a solid contributor all year. Yeah. But there's there's the potential for him to go to the next level. Yeah.
1: There's so much, growth. dude. Some of
0: the goals he kicked last year.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just it's dangerous, man, to have that leg from 62 yeah. comfortably. It's uh, it's a real weapon that I hope we use. It, it's even a – should be a set play from the kick out. He, he would be the biggest kick, I reckon, in, yeah, our, sure. in our side. Like, play on, kick it 80 down the guts. Get Get on the run. Set play horse hit me up fucking full of
0: ideas. Who's the, number two? Number two in, the, in Dable's sawn off shotgun.
1: Sawn off shotgun, but it's a it's a positive shot. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a Positive it's shotgun.
0: A shotgun and positivity. It's uh,
1: Ollie Florent. Yeah. I, I, <laughs>
0: Apparently he was good in the practice. He
1: was. He was. And I I just see he, he he's reading the game really well. He he's always in those positions to receive the handball. Little bit like Liz can create. Uh, you know, dodge, evade, and then hit some targets. And he, I'm confident he's in his decision making.
0: It's gotten a lot better. It's
1: gotten a lot better. It was a big knock on him in those first three or four years, but no I, doubt. I feel like that's really improved. And if it, Ollie can get the ball twenty plus times a game, that's gonna go a long way to us playing some good footy. Yep. So, th- so they're the two I really want to see Agreed. some some ripping footy.
0: And out. A- another one's probably Wilbur. Yeah. You you probably want Wilbur to just capture that consistency that he had in twenty twenty two. Well if
1: Wilbur kicks forty goals, he signs another contract. Correct. Yeah. That's right. You know what I mean? He's but bit... if,
0: if Wilbur kicks forty goals, we're in top four. Yeah.
1: it's Man, and, and you think about this forward mix, it's like Logan McDonald, Hayden McLean, Tommy Papley, Haynes, Haywood.
0: Amadi. Amadi. You see there's that's depth. And then that's depth. And you've got Parker. Parker's gonna go down, down there. there
1: as well. I feel like Braden Campbell's gonna go sorta of up forward, you know, yeah. half forward flanker. You know, it's it's dangerous. Wixie Wixie man. Love the pressure of Wixie. We love the, the C U I N T. C U I N T. You know what I mean? Faithful. C U I N T, you reckon? C two U N T. I just don't wanna say it. So that's a bit of feedback that we got last year. The the language on here, um, we, we I just, think the language is good. Yeah, we we try to be. Sometimes we, sometimes um, it all just we, gets a bit we much. Let, we let fly sometimes, but you know, Who gave it, you that it's feedback? from the heart. Just is you know, reading Mrs, into a Mrs. few Mrs. things. Baxter. Nah, nah. Shes has no issues. No issue. No issues no with that. N- non ish. Ishless. Wow, ishless. Yeah. Wow. But you know, we try to make the show. You know, family you know, friendly, f- uh, accommodating for everyone. But look, it's not a. Stand up, sit down, you know.
0: <laughs> Don't know where I'm going with that. Stand up, sit down. You know, you It's not a formal dinner. Day. No. It's not a black tie affair. No, table. it is not. Exactly it's not a black right. tie. We're not sitting here. Um, you know, sort of holding a a press conference on Channel 9. This is our podcast. (laughs) And we'll speak how we want, but we will keep it respectful. Dee, but with that, let's take a break. There's been a lot of content here in the Faithful. I've just finished a gluten-free Peroni. Uh, Let's take a break and let's come back.
1: You know what I love, Mads?
0: What do you love, Dee?
1: I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? It's how no one talks about
0: it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you?
1: Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up uh, the swatties!
0: Welcome back to True Blood, Steve. I don't mind this Friday night potty. Sort of business Yeah
1: it's good isn't it It's good We're breaking it up It's uh, good to You know We're relaxed We've got through the work week We've had a big week up in Sydney And it's It's always great to be chatting You know who was a
0: gagger Who was a gagger Millsy How good Yeah Yeah he loved it Dude he's a good captain
1: He is he is. It speaks volumes of, uh, you know, to have an off-field discretion like happened at the end of last year, and to be elected as the as the sole captain of our footy club. He is must be, you know, head and shoulders. Says
0: all you need to know.
1: Above, like not above people, but you know, just the the number one candidate. which, yeah, which totally.
0: is so awesome. And, and do you know what? There's so many people. Milsey's oh. cousin, big listener of the pod, yeah, loves it. Loves How it. How good was that? Loves it. Um. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, unreal. That was great. It was. So many people, oh, shouldn't even be in the leadership group. Oh, yeah. Guys, sorry, are you an angel? Have you not made a mistake? Deeble, I make at least nine or ten significant mistakes per day. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Prone to a mistake. Put my hand up. I make mistakes. And everyone does. Yep. Millsy made a mistake. Yeah. Do you know what I loved about it? What did you that love? That hanging out with a first-year player. Yeah, exactly. That's what I loved about it. Yeah. Speaks to culture. Hey, when a lot of clubs are having a bit of trouble with culture, yeah. we're absolutely flying. Yeah. And that's why I was like, after meeting him, I was like, we've made the right choice. Here.
1: You know what was awesome, Mads? You'll like this. Yeah, hit me. Is... With the announcement of Millsy being captain, and you know how he had that six-hour period from 8 o'clock in the morning to 2 o'clock in the afternoon yep. when the announcement was, and literally no one knew what it was going to be. A few people threw out a captain announcement, and the, but that wasn't the general feel. It was going to be something else, right? I even hit up the journos.
0: Yeah, you did. I, yeah, I, hit, I know I, you were doing I hit up the journos. I was like,
1: anyone... Know what's actually going on, and they didn't know, mate. And these are the best journo's in the country, yep. and that just shows how tight lipped no leaks our club is, all the way from the top to the bottom, mate. All the cl- all the players would have known that
0: Millsy was going to be the sole captain, <laughs> and it didn't get released until two o'clock. <laughs> you know, it was funny about that. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, you know, why would they? Why would they say that there's some big event happening? You know, if it's just going to be announcing the captain, and the funny thing was, like, looking back on it, it's like, well, they didn't actually say anything. Yeah. <laughs> but one journalist said it. We shared it, shared. and then we're like, oh, why isn't it bigger? Well, <laughs> they never, they never advertised it as massive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, unreal. so funny. That was so funny. That was a long day. Yeah. We're just like all sitting on our phones all day talking with the faithful. It was unreal. <laughs> Jesus,
0: but yeah, no, I think again. I'm just saying, green lights, table. I'm just saying, good decisions. Yeah, I'm saying good decisions administratively. I'm saying good decisions on the field. It just, you know, from a trade perspective, it all just makes sense. Yeah, it all just makes sense. And I think, and, and I'm dead set about this, table. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're right. I'm dead set that this year is massive for Logan. Yeah, because this is his time. There's no, there's no excuse now. It's not like, oh, buddy's a focal point. This is Logan's a focal point. Yeah, for sure. So it's just massive.
1: And are you? A, I think you have said in the past or criticised the big leadership um, spots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so you're you're a fan so of the com- sole captain. So
0: so comfortable with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I've never. I like it. A, I've never had an issue with a, a leadership group. Yeah. I think that's critical. I think you know if you look at it from a corporate perspective, as I do, Dable. I think, you know, having multiple leaders is such a positive thing. It helps, you know, people deal and lead uh, people in a different fashion that, you know, may work for one person, may not work for another. And that's why it's good to have different people that, that offer leadership. But to have one sole captain that is the overarching voice for a group Oh, I think is important. You know, it it worked for you know over a hundred years in the VFL and and AFL, um, and it still works now as yeah. far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, I, I think it avo- probably avoids a few more issues that come up. It's like That's who right. do you go to? It's yeah, it's that. That corporate uh, jargon and yeah. b- hierarchy, hierarchy bullshit yeah. that you can come across in the corporate world. That's Madison. right, table. Uh, but yeah, we're happy. I'm so happy to have Millsy there. I think he's the right guy um, to have at the top. And yeah, he he will be tonguing to get back and out on that field and represent um, that jumper and you know pull it for the on for the first time as the sole captain.
0: Yeah, he looks and he looks okay. I mean, he, you know, he's. Um, Participating, not at a not at a big sort of pressure level at training, but you know he's there. He's not wearing a, a sling. He's he's gonna be fine for yeah, yeah, for sure. He's gonna be fine. Errol.
1: Yeah, I think he can just keep going.
0: Yeah, and, <laughs> and just someone today was like, oh, yeah, but it will be targeted this year. He was targeted last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he probably probably not the not tagged heaps, but he probably gets a little bit more attention, right? But. Bring it on, right? It's the same thing with, like, saw it with Dacos and that type of thing. It it just uh, allows other blokes to step up and dominate. And with our midfield now, mate, I have no issue. Yeah, go to Errol. I don't care. And I'll tell you what, Chad Warner's season last year was severely underrated, and I, I, I think you you were one of his whackers, Mitchy Charles. Oh, was it was a bit of a, I a whacker?
0: Him, I just want him to get rid of the football <laughs> table. That's all I want. But
1: he, he he was better than a lot of people. Yeah, thought. for sure. I think just coming off that twenty twenty two high where he dead set dominated. To last year, um, you know, missing a, a bit of footy with injury and that type of thing. Mate, but you know, he's
0: Psst. phenomenal. It's more, I think, the wax just come from the fact that it's frustrating when you see people get caught holding ball. ball. Someone of Chad's stature, as well. Yeah, you know, it's but that's that's all awareness. That all comes from experience. Yeah. Uh, what what I think, and there was a, a little vox on on Instagram about it, uh, talking to the players, Jimmy Robottom, mate. Yeah, man our midfield is stacked bro the
1: whole list is stacked <laughs> the should we, should we get that on a t-shirt it's like the sydney swans squad is stacked <laughs> with talent like yeah. dead set yeah. stacked i yeah. i did a i did a podcast last week that'll be out soon as well um with the guy over in america and he's a a big afl's um Nuffy loves all the teams, big Geelong man, um, and it, talking Swannies. And I, I just got talking about one player, one player, one player, and I just had to say, Craig, it's simple. We are simply stacked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, Craig. Craig. We are stacked, Craig. But, like,
1: my God. You, you start talking about all these players, and then we've got 45 minutes in, and we haven't spoken about Jimmy Rowbottom, who's – you know, got back to back third places in our best and yeah, fairest. Yeah,
0: and this is the thing. This is what people don't. If you don't follow the Swans, and it's not a team that people are like. I mean, some people do. True footy lovers know how good we how are. How good we are. Yeah. But your your garden variety peanut um, doesn't doesn't sort of get the nucleus that we've got here. Yeah. And the, the mix between old and young, Debo, we may get, be getting ahead of ourselves, yeah. but it's important to talk about this because it's so exciting. The mix between old and young is elite. Yeah. You've got your Parkers, you know, you've got your Heaney's, who's now a senior player, yeah. right? You've, but you've got your Errol Goulden's you've got your your jimmy Robottoms. you've got these younger guys you've got your chad warners yeah. right you've got your logan mcdonalds you've got your tom McCartens. you know these are all young guys but they feel because of the experience they've gotten in hard times right in your in your 2019s your 2020s difficult times for the club yeah um and they've all been together predominantly. So we've we've just got the nucleus of something really special, yeah. I reckon.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I was speaking expectations on that same podcast. And it, it's very hard. And I don't like doing it. It's like being chips in one year, right? It's like got to happen now, right? But I... I've given th- these are my expectations for season twenty four slash twenty five. Wow, here we go. Simply have to make top four in one of the next two seasons. If that does not happen, it is a waste.
0: I'm more bullish than that.
1: Yeah, but that's not not bullish. I'm just no no, us no, two no 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 no. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally. And, yeah. and that's but I think that's completely reasonable if you critically analyse our list and the improvements that we've made to the list and the people who have left our list and what we've done to sort of you know work that all out. I think that's a completely reasonable expectation. Yeah. Right. I my expectation is top four this year. Yeah. That is that is my absolute bare minimum expectation.
1: Yeah. Well, what if we finish fifth or sixth?
0: Well, I mean, it depends on the circumstance, but I yeah. think with I think we would be playing under our potential. Yeah. Again, let's talk about it back of the football card, right? Yeah. I'm saying everybody playing to the back of their football card. Yeah. And and you're you're gonna have injuries, but you're plugging those injuries with depth. I I think we are playing unders. To not finish fourth. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, that's pre- it's pretty fair. And, yeah, we, we've just simply got to make it happen. It's... Dude, uh,
0: they, what's really cool is the concept of Hayden McLean and Joel Amati. Yep. You know, that – there's a competition, a direct competition pretty much. Yeah. Really. Yep. You know?
1: And we, with Logan having the – you know, the – it was funny Did you see that social content, and it was like who who's like taller, and it's like who should be standing next to each other while yeah. taking photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny stuff in the in the um in the forward line there, but yeah, interesting dynamic. Uh, Joel Marty got to be twenty four, twenty five now. Um, Still, you know. Issues with his body, hamstrings last year. Hopefully, he's had a, a big preseason, got the work into those legs. Still been on a slightly modified prob- uh, program. program. Yep. Um, you know, you got Hayden McLean who really caught fire at the end of the last oh, year. Super. That that final against Carlton was awesome. Um, showed a lot. Stood up when a lot weren't standing up. So we we know the Dos the Dostridge has got it in him. Uh, looking forward to him, and yeah, those guys with that with the absence of Buddy Franklin, which they sort of had six, seven games of that last year, um, you know, and them getting that touch with the, with the small guys, with your Wixies and your Tommy Papleys as well. It's a, it's exciting down there. Do you think all three just simply play? No,
0: you, I'm I'm a big big advocate of not being too tall. Yeah, especially like I, I just. I think we've got our forward lines made up of a good amount of, you know, shorter, medium-sized and tall people. Yeah. But I can't see Hayden, McLean, Joel Amarty and Logan McDonald all playing in a high-functioning forward line, to be honest.
1: Yeah.
0: Not with... And I mean, this probably brings up Heans. What do you see Heans' role like? Because I know he played sort of... 50% Fifty percent midfield in a cracky. Uh,
1: it even looked more like that. It's could they be giving him that crack that was to- talked about last year? He's going to be in the midfield
0: a little bit more. But then isn't that too many? Like you got Robottom, you got Warner, you got Taylor Adams, yeah. you got Luke Parker. Yeah, you know, you It's a lot of people around. Yeah, there. and I think you just don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I just I just think to have all three McLean, Armarty, and Logan, you are getting pretty tall.
1: Yeah. Oh definitely, definitely. Can but you see him playing in yeah, the same Yeah, I, I think side? I can. I think I can. It's uh someone
0: pinch hitting Rock.
1: Yeah, that's we your second ruckman's yeah. to McLean. Simple as that. And I don't mind Armadi getting around the ground too. I I don't think he's touch he's probably as good as McLean's. I, I like McLean in there a bit more, but then McLean probably showed a bit more as the pure forward yeah. as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: it's a, it's a real funny. Um, Some of the Marty's first quarters, though, man,
1: up forward, bro. Yeah, fucking dominating, big starts. Yeah, Essendon big start, yeah, huge. Richmond big start, gather round. Yeah,
0: Bulldogs, I think another one.
1: Yeah, man, it's so. Y- is he the pure forward? I don't know. It's, but a, it's these are good good, good problems, problems to have. have. I would love to sit down and nut it out and see how it goes. Or well, I mean
0: it's maybe we should start a podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting discussion. It's gonna it the conversation is fitting thirty into what is it, twenty four this year? Twenty three. Twenty three, no sub five on the bench, I'm pretty sure. Really? I think so. I have no idea. Or it might still be sub, but they're all named on the Friday night mm. or Thursday night mm. when teams come out.
0: What do you think of opening round?
1: I love it for us. If you were, you'd
0: be filthy. If,
1: if you were, yeah, yeah. If you were a Melbourne-based you know, supporter, you, you, you,
0: did did you hear my theory about why they're doing it? No. Taylor Swift.
1: Yes, the extra week. And I I think and the MCG, I think yeah. it's
0: because the grass will be cooked. Give it an extra it
1: week. 70% of the ground got torn up.
0: Yeah.
1: It's going to look shit house. It'll be ready to play. It looked but... shit house
0: last year after Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to look shocking.
1: Uh, But, yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense, the extra week. Um, Yeah, love it. Love it for us up there.
0: Oh, how good is that marquee? First game of the year. Yeah. Against Melbourne. We love playing Melbourne. The Faithful's going to be up there in Sydney. We've booked 15 yeah, tickets. good. All together.
1: We'll all be sitting together for the first time. Yeah,
0: Bay 10 of the Bill O'Reilly How stand. How
1: good. That is going to be berserk. Yeah.
0: I believe it's ground level.
1: Yeah. Nice. Nuts. How good. How good. And um, speaking to big Matty Donnelly today as well, he's such, sussing the areas for um, the pubs up in Sydney. So we'll be going um, for a, a, a beer. At some stage? Oh,
0: I imagine we'd have a couple.
1: I reckon more than a couple. Probably more game. than a couple. And I reckon the,
0: the nervous energies will be flowing, Mads. I haven't been... See, I have been satiated uh, by NFL. And this is... I've always really, really liked NFL. But this is the first year that I've been from start to finish. i played fantasy football. I've not had really a break, but it's helped me to not... I haven't really, like, I haven't thought about football as much as I otherwise would because I've had NFL. That finishing into our experience on Wednesday night, I am so pumped for this season, dude. So pumped. Like, I I don't remember feeling this way, feeling as confident, as bullish, um, seeing, you know, so many other clubs have trouble around us and just being so cool calm and collected as a, as an enterprise yeah it's just got me so pumped up dude yeah bro
1: yeah bro so we just seem to be getting a lot of stuff right um at, at this time of year which is pivotal to you know setting yourself up for success yeah. it's a long year it's 24 23 24 weeks of Hard footy, battered up bodies And we're going in fit That's the biggest difference to last year We've got 40 or 41 players Touch wood wood, You know, ready to go um, For the the practice match next week Against the Lions Um, So that'll be interesting to see how we go You know, uh, a club that lost a flag By less than a goal um, Whatever it was So that's a good hit out Good hit out And it's great to see the improvement of that um, of the injuries in the preseason. I don't know if you saw the vision with the head head conditioning guy here in the gym. It L- looks like he's a weapon, Dude. and he's just got everyone firing um, and, and those fit and fa- strong.
0: Those facilities, man,
1: so good, aren't they? Ooh, best yeah. in the league.
0: Best in the league. Simply the
1: best. Well, Debs. Yeah, we could go on for hours. I could rant and rave. I could rant and rave, but. Yeah, mate, we're dead set pumped. Um, maybe a cheeky pot out next week. We'll see how we go. may not be. We might just uh, do a preview for that Melbourne game in the following week, but we'll see how it plays. But we just thought we had to get in here uh, after, you know, the the Wednesday night um, up there, which was sensational. Oh. Thanks for the Swanies for inviting us up. Michelle from the, the social media team for inviting us and getting us involved. And
0: Nike, Jim Beam. Swannies, phenomenal stuff. Yeah, it was really good.
1: But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. We're number one in your hearts and we're number one on the charts speaking words of wisdom. Up Up the the potty. potty.